We spend so much time shouting these days, I'm starting to wonder if we've forgotten how to whisper. That's what I'm thinking about these days, this week in particular, how we, uh, how we communicate with our guests and our staff, how our restaurant relates to the world around us. Again, we spend so much time shouting, have we forgotten the value of whispering, of getting people to lean in, to really hear what we're saying? That's what today's episode is all about. Stay tuned. There's an old saying goes something like this. You'll only find three kinds of people in the world. Those who see, those who will never see, and those who can see when shown. This is Restaurant Strategy, a marketing podcast for anyone who's looking. there, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. My name is Chip Close, and this is Restaurant Strategy, a weekly podcast all about helping chefs and operators build more profitable restaurants. Each week, we toggle back and forth between a monologue-style format and an interview, but the goal is always the same, to take complicated marketing concepts and make them both understandable and actionable. Why? Because like I always say, information is only as valuable as the action it inspires. And this week, I'm going to ask you to take action, please. If you haven't done so yet, go leave us a rating or a review. Specifically, Spotify now takes ratings. Go give us five stars. Let people know that this is a show worth listening to. And go to Apple Podcasts, leave us a five-star rating, and leave us a review. Tell people what you like about the show, what, what you've learned from the show, why you keep coming back and listening to this show week after week after week. I promise you, even if you don't listen on those uh, podcast players, those are the ones that make a really big difference. I promise you it will make a really big uh, impact in the way that we're able to grow this community. I thank you from the bottom of my heart. I really appreciate it. So this week, we're talking about the push and pull of hospitality, right? The, the way we engage with the world around us, both our, our community, our guests, our, um, uh, our staff, right? And I said at the very beginning, we spend so much time shouting, um, shouting into the world uh, that, that I wonder whether we've forgotten the value of of whispering. And remember, when we whisper, it forces people to lean in because they can't quite hear what we have to say. They have to lean in to really focus, to really pay attention. There's something really, um, really interesting about that, about that dichotomy, right? And again, we live in a noisy world, saturated markets. There's more restaurants now than ever before. There's, there's more good restaurants than ever before that it feels like we just have to shout louder to make our point. We have to come up with the bigger deal, the, you know, the, the cheaper price, the, the flashier advertisement, bigger, better, all of that. And I want to invite us to stop for a second, take a deep breath, and think about another way of doing things. What happens if we go back to a whisper? And again, this requires people to find you and this requires people to come into you. But man, it's such a difference than how most of us, most of us in the industry spend our time on a day to day to day. And, and we know this, right? Because we got to put up, you know, great stuff on our, on our website. We're, we're shouting from our soapbox there. Right? We gotta put out great deals, great signage. We gotta we gotta always post on social media, always try to get attention. But what if we just change that? And I'm not saying we don't have to do those things, but what if we changed the way that we do our things, right? What if we changed the way that we did our marketing? What if we changed the way that we hired with the way that we engaged with our people, right? 
Here's an example I heard the other day. The people started putting out an ad and they said, you know, looking for cooks, uh, $20 an hour, right? And the cooks that got showed up and got the job, they actually said, you know what? Actually, it pays $28 an hour. They were ecstatic, overwhelmed. They didn't shout $28. They wanted people who were willing to work for 20 and were willing to work hard. And then they surprised them. They did the bait and switch, but the right way. And they said, actually, you're getting $28 an hour. We hope that that helps you keep us, stay really loyal to us. We want you to be here a long time. We want to take care of you. Now, I understand people are going to be listening to this and say, well, the finances of my restaurant don't support that. But you understand the point, I hope, of what I'm saying is that they started off one way and they did something different. And they could have shouted that they're willing to pay $28 an hour, but instead they did it on a whisper. In a quiet, private interview, one-to-one, and they said, by the way, we're not paying you $20 an hour. We're actually going to pay you $28 an hour. We're so glad we found you. We hope that you feel the same way and you stay for a long time. That's what I'm talking about. And when I heard this story the other day, it really it really got me thinking about the way we do things. I don't think louder, bigger, better, more is the answer anymore. I think we have to start making our case. I think the reason that we have to get louder is because we're not making a compelling enough case that we think if we just make it loud, we say it louder, more people will hear us. More people may be hearing us, but it just means that more people aren't interested in what we have to say. So this requires that we do some really deep work to really think about what our people want and then give them what they want. And we don't have to shout it. If you are answering somebody's prayers, if you are solving their problems, you don't have to shout it, right? Famously, the iPhone hasn't done an ad in about, I don't know, nine years. They don't do television ads. They don't have to because their product is that good. It's that compelling. And they keep making improvements every single year to make it better and better and better. So that's my question for you. How are you making your experience your product, your service, how are you making it better and better and better so that so that it sort of speaks for itself? Like the iPhone, it sells itself, right? Here's another example, right? What if you um what if you uh, what if you listed all your prices and then at the end you said actually it's 20% cheaper. Man, it would blow your mind. If you say, "Hey, I actually just gave you a 20% discount." Let me tell you, that's what's happening for restaurants that don't have tipping. Restaurants that have no tipping in their restaurant where they pay everybody you know, a fair base salary, when they drop the check, they're able to go there and say, hey, we just wanted to let you know, service is included tonight. You don't have to tip at the end, really, so you're saving 20%. This has happened to me a couple of times in the last year, and I'm telling you, it feels so good. And then I'm so ecstatic, I'm, I find myself going, oh, well, well, can I leave you something extra? And they say, Pretty much all three times this happened to me. They say, no, 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 no. There's no tipping allowed here. Um, we appreciate it. Um, we appreciate it. Just come back. Come back again and again and again. Just keep coming back and giving us your business. That's how you'll be able to support me. And man, have we done that. Yes. Again, they didn't broadcast. They just whispered it at the end. And I understand the impulse to shout. I, I understand the need to shout. Again, I live here in New York City. I've lived here for 20 years. I've opened restaurants and run restaurants in this city, one of the the most uh, most saturated markets in the world. 
I get it. I understand noise. I understand that you've got to cut through the noise. But I believe moving forward, and this will come as no surprise, you've heard me say this before, I believe moving forward, the only way to cut through the noise is to have a compelling product, a superior product. So you can just whisper. You can say, hey, no big deal. This is what we're doing. This is why we're different, better, more, more compelling solution than any of the alternatives out there. We really believe in this, and we hope you believe in it too. Come check it out. If you operate from that place of confidence, it allows you to not have to shout. You can just, you can just whisper. And here's, the, and here's the key to this thing. Here's the key to this whole rant is that so many places, so many restaurants out there that I, so many people I talk to and work with, right? They have undifferentiated products. This happens a lot when, uh, when I have uh, sort of discovery calls with people to see if they're a good fit for, uh, for my coaching programs. And, uh, and there are times when, um, when people won't go through. There are times when I, I never extend the offer for people to join the program. And most often... It's because they have an undifferentiated product. It's, it's unremarkable. And the operator is unwilling to acknowledge the fact that it's undifferentiated and unremarkable. Now, I work with incredible people. I work with dozens and dozens of operators, and many of them will be listening to this show, and I'm so grateful for you guys. And if you are working with me, you know that I believe this, and you know we're working to make sure you've got differentiated products, that you stand out in your marketplace, that you're not just doing something that, that, that other places are doing, that you're doing something different. You're existing in the world in a new way. And no, you don't have to reinvent the wheel and reinvent food. You don't. You can do food that people know and like and appreciate, but you can do it in a different way. All of my clients are doing that or are in the process of figuring out how to do that. And I love being able to work with them. But the ones that don't become my clients, the ones who I never extend the offer to, because I know over the course of a you know, 45 minute phone call that they're not willing to put in the work. They don't see it and then they don't wanna hear it. And that's the point of this podcast, right? The, the goal of this podcast is to have really meaningful, deep, hard conversations every single week. Because I believe it's possible to make 15 to 20% profit margin every single week year the business is way too hard why bother doing it if you're not going to make make something out of it your business should work as hard for you as you work for it that is what i believe that's what i teach that's what i coach on how do we get to that 20 percent profit margin automatic consistent replicable scalable how do we do that every single week it begins by coming up with an undifferentiated uh, a differentiated product something that doesn't exist, right? And in uh, marketing textbooks, they talk about a you know, value proposition, which literally just means, why would I come and buy that product as opposed to another product? Why would I buy yours as opposed to another one? You have to supply an answer. And maybe it's because it's cheapest or it's the most convenient, right? It's just nearby, it's near my kid's school, it's right by their karate. Maybe that's the, maybe that's the answer. Or a good, easy meal that you can grab after karate. Fine. That's a compelling solution. That's a compelling uh, argument that you can make to a specific group of people. What I find 
is that people talk to me about why their food's so good, why they really wanted to open it, why it matters, all of that. And you know what ends up happening? Their voice raises, literally or metaphorically, their voice raises and they start shouting. They're telling me all the reasons why I should without getting to the bottom of what my problem is and how they solve that problem for me. I always tell the story about this little pizza place that's right by, um, was right by my kid's preschool. And we used to go like every Friday. It was automatic because at the end of a long week, we were tired. We didn't really want to cook. My son always asked for pizza. And so it was easy just to give into it because we can go get a drink, get a pizza, some pasta. They took care of us. And everybody else in the dining room pretty much was sitting there with their kids in their uniforms from the preschool, right? Everybody, everybody had the exact same thing happen to them. This place, this this restaurant, this pizza place, was solving a key problem. And they didn't have to shout that. They didn't put up sandwich boards and you know hand out flyers outside of the preschool. They just took really good care of us. It made a menu, made a you made it easy for us to come there, discover them, and come back over and over and over and over again. So again, we spend so much time shouting, have we forgotten the value? Have we forgotten how to? whisper. And again, like we've talked about here in this in this episode, that has to do with how we attract new customers, how we attract good staff, and how we exist in the world around us, in our community, in our neighborhood, our block, our city, our region. Are we shouting or can we whisper? Can we get people to lean in, to come in closer? Can we entice them in in some way, and what and what will entice them in? Now, we we the show is called Restaurant Strategy, right? But we bounce it back and forth between tactics and strategies. Specifically, on this episode, there are no tactics. I'm not going to tell you what to do and how to do it. I'm just simply inviting you to open your mind and to rethink how you do things. So think about it: Are you shouting, or are you whispering? Do you have a product that's good enough, that's compelling enough? It's positioned properly in the market so that you can whisper. And what does whispering mean to you? There's a, there's a push and pull. There's a push and pull with hospitality, right? There's things we do to people and then there's things we do for people, right? Danny Meyer always says that there's a difference between service and hospitality, right? That service is the monologue we perform. We do this, then this, then this, then this, then this. This is everything we do to the guest. And then hospitality, though, is the dialogue. So service is the monologue and hospitality is the dialogue. It is that back and forth, literally, that, that, that push and pull. And there's way more pull on that side. Service is what we do to the guest. Hospitality is what we do for the guest. It requires that we listen, that we listen to what they, what they want. And we provide that for them. We solve their problems. A server can do that. A manager can do that. Marketers should be doing that. As an owner, you got to think of all of the ways you do that. So that's the other question, right? Are you listening? Are you listening to hear what your people are saying at a whisper? Because guess what? People, customers, very rarely shout. The ones that shout, you don't want them to be your customers anymore. Everybody else is whispering. Again, literally and metaphorically. They're not going to scream and tell you what they want and the prices they would want and all that, but they will tell you in their body language, in their patronage, 
and how much they spend, the kind of things they order, the way they conduct themselves in the dining room, you are learning valuable things about your people, about your audience, what they're looking for, how you can serve them. So I'm inviting you to whisper partially, right? And this is the turn I want you to make. Here's the 20 degree shift I want you to come out with at the end of this episode. Then I want you to start whispering and I want you to start realizing that your customers are whispering. And if you stop shouting, you'll hear them because you'll be doing a lot more listening. You'll start leaning in. You'll start paying attention to what they do, what they want, what they like, what they don't like. And that's going to help you figure out how to serve them better. And when then you can respond to them also in a whisper, well, then you're finding common ground. You're meeting them where they are. That's what I wanted to talk about today, guys, the, the, the push and pull of hospitality. Are we just shouting or can we quiet things down and move to a whisper? Can we use that as an opportunity to listen in so that we can respond in a whisper and, and solve all of the problems our people have? I want to thank you for being here again. I want to ask you, please take a few minutes. Go give us a five-star rating on Spotify. Go give us a five-star rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. That helps us move the needle. We are now consistently listed in the top 100 marketing podcasts globally on Apple Podcasts. I can't tell you how huge that is. We got into the top 200 in the first few months of the pandemic. We've consistently been in that top 200, which is amazing. Now we are in the top 100. Now I want to be in the top 50. And for a niche little restaurant show to be in the top 100 is unreal. I recognize it. My team recognizes it. People, the world out there, when I go and speak at events and everything, they are coming to me. They recognize me. They know the show. And it's not just in the restaurant world. Other people are finding us, which is amazing, mind-blowing. I, I don't know how they can get anything from this because this is so focused on the restaurants, but I'm glad they're finding us. So go. Five-star ratings on uh, Spotify. Five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. I thank you in advance for your help with this. I appreciate you being here. I appreciate you being here every week. Have a, have a great week, and I will see you next time.